Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Keep Wake Loud podcast. Uh, we are so glad that you are here and with us today. We have a fantastic guest. We have one half co-founder, uh, Mr. Sam with the Deep in the Heart Film Festival. That he is. That he is. <laughs> Why don't you give us a little introduction about yourself? <clears throat> uh, okay. Um I was trying to be funny, but I can't. <laughs> That's uh, the definition it, of keep wake loud. No, yeah, we it'll, tried it'll to come be funny. naturally when it needs to. I, okay, believe, I believe that about good, you, good. Sam. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, well, so the long and short of it is um, Lewis and I have had a film festival in Waco. And this is our fourth year, and it is called the Deep in the Heart Film Festival because we uh, we are both from Texas, various portions of Texas, and We've lived in other various portions of Texas, and so we just have a love for the entire state. And we want to share that state, especially this area, with filmmakers coming in, and we want to share filmmakers with this area. Absolutely. So your first one was in 2017, correct? Yes. Awesome. And so, you know, what really, what got you and Lewis in a room, like, let's do this thing? All right, you want the long story or the short? Ooh. <coughs> we got time. We got time? time. Okay. We can always have Mike cut it up if it's terrible. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <Sounds good. laughs> so Lewis and I actually met in film school, which, um, side note, probably wouldn't recommend anybody anymore. <laughs> get a real, you know, education. Go get the STEM stuff. But anyway, yeah. Lewis well, and I met in film school, and at the yeah. time it seemed like a good idea. Uh, and we respected each other artistically because we we all helped each other do projects and stuff like that and he jumped on mine and helped me i jumped on his and helped his and and we could each see that each one had a talent had a skill set and so we uh our final film class we were all um sort of trying out for the top position of producer and, and director so i tried out for the director position he tried out for the producer position and he got one of five producers and I got one of five directors. And then we were allowed at that point to put a list of our top three. And I was his top choice. He was my top choice. So we got put together to make a short film together. And it's very like interesting. a dating show. It is like a dating show. <laughs> Competition. Like you gave each other the rose. Exactly. <laughs> we gave each other the rose. Quite and uh, so of the five, it's kind of funny because of the five, you you had this whole spectrum of relationships. You had You had people who at the end of their film, like, they were going to kill each other. So they were like, when we were watching all the films, the premiere night, you know, they were on the exact opposite sides of the, <laughs> of the, of the, of the audience. And then you had, you know, a couple other people kind of, they were friends still, or there was more of a business thing or whatever. And then you had Lewis and I were there and, um, he wasn't married at the time, but, but he, he was dating his wife at the time. And, and I was there with my wife and, and funny enough, my firstborn, uh, <laughs> coming along at that time. And, you know, he and I were there and we were like sitting next to each other. We were like hugging each other and crying and just, Aww. just, it was, yeah, because we're emotional wrecks. I mean, our wives laugh at us, but um, yeah, so we just really created a great friendship out of that. And, and even, you know, I mean, our wives make the joke that we are each other's work wife because there's times we want to kill each other. And then there's, you know, just times that, you know, we're just hugging. It's just, yeah. That's so a, cute. It is. It's fun. It's a great relationship. I'm so curious. Mm -hmm. What was the movie that y'all yeah, did in I'll, school. I, also okay. like to I want to know. Well, believe it or not, if you're friends with me on Facebook and you look through my videos, you can find it. <gasps> mm. Oh my goodness! It's called Filder's Choice. 
So, and I know you, you guys choice is a baseball. Reference. It's a baseball reference. It's funny enough. It, yeah. Um, it, it I'm not going to give it away. It, it was a fun, it was a fun exercise. Um, just the logistics of getting it done were crazy because we're all students trying to get this done and mm-hmm. all the students, there's about 50 students in the class, you know, and again, you had, even though you had a film you directed, you also had other two other films as a crew member. So I was Audi one, one and a, and a grip on another, <clears throat> excuse me. And so we had, you know, that relationship happening and, but we, we had, <laughs> we had made a great choice of having a film where about 80% of it was outside. And this was in March in Texas, Ooh. right in the rain. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I was going to say, March is very rainy. It's very rainy. Yeah. And we battled through. We actually um, bought plywood and cut it in half and laid it down as a trail to get to things. The, the, we shot it in my house, which at the time my wife said, never again. <laughs> and then 15 years later, she let me do it again. Uh, um, yeah. And then she said, never again at that point in time. Uh yeah, so it's just a lot of stupid student film decisions that, in the grand scheme of things, we were happy with it. We shot it on 16 millimeter, which was kind of cool. That's that cool. cool. Yeah, Even, yeah. Okay, so what year were the... Uh, I'm not going to say. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, but, fair enough. The secrecy. Yeah. I mean, that, that alludes itself that you and Lewis have had a really long friendship. Yeah, we have. Yeah. And... Were y'all from Waco? How did you both end up in Waco? Okay, so, <laughs> well, so this wouldn't have been in Waco. This would have been in no. This Denton. was yeah. This was yeah. The University of North Texas is yeah. where we went. He's originally from Houston. I'm actually originally from San Antonio. Got it. And then uh, my family moved up to Dallas when I was in my teens, and uh, so I went to North Texas. He went to North Texas. That's where we met. So after that, he and I both, you know, kind of went our. We still kept in touch. I was a groomsman in his wedding. I mean, we were we were good friends. Good we months. just it was just he he moved. I think he was in Louisiana at one point, uh, New Orleans, and then Houston again. And his wife was basically pursuing her, her degree as well. Uh, and then, of course, about you know, 10, 12 years ago, she uh, got a position at Baylor. So she's actually a professor at Baylor. And so with all that, once he moved into the area, I lived I live in about like the southernmost part of Dallas County. So um, I'm not in Dallas proper, but I'm in the southernmost part of Dallas County. So we're about an hour, hour, 15 minutes away from each other. And he was... As soon as he moved he here, he goes, he calls me up and he's like, hey, okay, hour, hour and a half tops. We're away from each other. Is that close enough for us to actually start collaborating again? And I was like, oh yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> and by that time I had actually become, a, my bread and butter was video production. I, I'd actually become an editor, which I wasn't in college, but uh, I taught myself editing and skill set and started getting paid for it, which is, you know, a skill enough in itself. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so I was able to actually bring even more to the table and he's, he's always been an amazing producer. I mean, his, the way he can look at a project and break it down and bring it back together. And so just bringing our skill sets together and things that he had learned, he had actually kind of run a business by himself as well. And bringing all this stuff together, we were actually at a different level than we were when we first started. And we were just really happy to see that. And so we, you know, we went into the contests and we did a 48 hour film contest or a few of them actually. And then I we were, those. yeah, they're fun. They really they're are fun. So much fun. Although like we've sworn them your, off because it, that's yeah. fair. Cause <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of stress. <laughs> it is a lot of stress, especially when like we have a situation where usually I would be the one who direct it and then I turn around and edit it. Oof. Yeah. yeah so it was a, it, yeah, it was a, it was, a, it's a bear. It's a, it's a physical endurance test. Definitely. Um, but we did those and, and we actually had a couple of good ones from them as well. And so from that, we realized, you know, 
some of these things are good enough that let's try the film festival circuit. And then we realized, you know, let's just actually make a film for the film festival circuit. Learned a whole lot in that regard because there was so much we didn't know, even though we were film school grads, there's still so much you just don't know about the industry and about even the film circuit and how it works. So for instance, we were going to do a short film. It was going to be a good drama art short film. It was going to be 40 minutes long. It was going to be powerful. That's like the recipe for disaster for any short film on the festival circuit because 40 minutes is a chunk of time. If you're going to do a 40 minute film for a short film, you might as well add on length. Exactly. You might as well add on 30 minutes and turn it into a feature. Like you either do like a 10 minute or exactly a full length. Exactly. That's it. Even, even just from a practical point of view, any film festival, if they're faced with a 10 minute or four 10 minute films or one 40 minute films, they're going to go for the four 10 minute films. The 40-minute film better be excellent. Like, I mean, like, blow your Production socks value has got to be through the roof. Production value through the roof. Story through the roof. Keeps you keeps you engaged to where when you watch it, you feel like, that was it? I, that was that was so quick. It's kind of like reading a really terrible short story. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Or, it's, or the short stories. Like, I read a, a short story book the other day. Not the other day. It was a year ago. I don't read that often. But mm-hmm. I read this short story book, and there was one that was, like, 50 pages long. And it's, like, at 50 pages, you're like, what? when's this thing going to yeah. end? yeah. Yeah, I mean it's gotta it's gotta flow. It's gotta it's gotta have that beginning. Forty minutes feels end. like uh, it's beyond episodic, and then it's just yeah. like what what's what are we doing here? Because it is. Because yeah. I mean, yeah, you look at any 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 hour length you know episode TV show. It's it's really about a forty seven minute show. Sure. So if you're gonna do that, you better have and and in those forty seven minute shows they have like a, an A story and a B story and sometimes even a C story. Well, if you're doing a short film, you got one story, right? And you're not jumping away. You're not you know, padding it out and giving it more body and more inner, you know, engaging content. For so, sure. Yeah. So we learned a lot. Uh, we actually took that 40 minute script and uh, as we were making the film, like literally in production, making the film, we were still doing some research and, and then we saw, Oh, don't make your film that long in the middle of production. Sure. <laughs> so that was fun. That stinks. To, so to it was, so it was, it was. And so we, we started to like really, and the term is, you know, kill your babies. I mean, we started to really go through the whole thing and we were able to actually get it down when we shot, it, it was actually about maybe 28 minutes or something like that. We, we cut up another 10 minutes of it, got it down to 18 minutes. And it's still a good film, still good, still went on the festival circuit, got into places. We were, we knew we had time against us, you know, runtime against us, but we still got into some great, great uh, film festivals. Um, we used those as opportunities to, to travel to them for one. And, you know, it was a good vacation. There's this um, amazing, it's a, it's one of the movie maker top 50 film festivals worth the fee um, called uh, Woods Hole. And uh, so we went, Where's that located? It's actually in, uh, so it's in one of the CODs. It's in Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. So cool. it's, and it's a pretty penny to get there. I'll tell you. Sure. Oh no, I bet. <clears throat> yeah. A- any, anything in the CODs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's like, you know, so Martha's Vineyard is basically the island just off of the coast of where this mm-hmm. is. Oh yeah. And. I'm familiar. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, it's for, I mean, I, I don't really, I'm Texas boy, so I don't really go to the to the northeast much but it was a fun trip it was great we took our wives we had just made a whole vacation out of it watched a lot of great films in fact it was just it's really cool when you're sitting in a block of films and all the other films in the block are just such a good quality it makes you feel really good because you're like okay i i it's worth something what i did was worth something absolutely yeah and it makes you good so on that note 
let's talk about like what was the moment where y'all sat down and you're like, uh, we want to do a film festival. Yeah. Let's bring a film yeah. festival to Waco. So you built up, you had this relationship mm -hmm. with Lewis. Yeah. And you guys sort of distilled it down to this moment. And then <laughs> from there, yeah, yeah, where did we go? Yeah. So, so film was on the circuit. We made another film that we were about to put on the circuit. And in that whole time, you know, we're hanging out in Waco and all that kind of stuff. And we're driving around. He said, I'm going to, I'm going to show you something. So he drove me by the Hippodrome. And this was, again, when the Hippodrome was just about to, or just reopening about five years ago. And, or maybe actually six or seven years ago. And he, he was like, he was like, I, I think Waco's ready for a film festival. I think we should put on a film festival. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's a cool idea. I've never done it. Um, but we, we've had such a great experience on the circuit. Let's bring that here. And so, you know, we, we knew that we didn't know enough to, to do it successfully without, you know, making sure we were really connected to the community. We knew just enough to be dangerous. And so we were like, let's, <laughs> let's talk to some people. So, like <laughs> so we, uh, we talked to various people and we talked to some people, uh, I mean, you know, no offense to the chamber of commerce. We had approached them with the idea. Um, I'm glad it didn't happen that way just because we, we thought, oh, we'll handle the artistic side of things. They can handle business side of things. And, and we're kind of glad we didn't because then it just wouldn't have been the vision we had for it. Sure. But, but we don't, you know, definitely respect what the Chamber of Commerce does. And, and it just wasn't, it wasn't the, the fit we wanted. Uh, but then we had a chance to, we talked with some of the Baylor uh, FDM guys, Corey Carbonara, Chris Hansen, all of them, uh, got some input from them. And then we had a chance to talk with Fiona Bond with Creative Waco. And that, I mean, she's, she's like our guiding angel. She's just, she's um, everyone's isn't guiding she? angel. Yes. Honestly, yeah. she's, she's we'd so all so be completely. lost without Fiona. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. She came along and she gave us just loads of good advice. Not the least of which, um, cause we were like, Oh, we're thinking about just starting small and then growing. And she's like, no, if, if you're going to do this, you need to come out of the gate swinging. Like you need to go big right now. So, Which is the most Fiona advice it ever. Is, you it give is. her an idea and she just like gives it these giant wings. Totally, totally. <laughs> In fact, I was on the phone with her today and she's like, I'm, I'm moving a mammoth. And I was like, I thought this was like metaphorically. Mm -hmm. No, she had a giant mammoth puppet that she was currently moving, <laughs> uh, which is the most Fiona situation that, ever. Was that the beginning of the conversation? Yes. <laughs> she was, oh, wow. I, I, I didn't quite understand because uh, I overheard it. Right. We were right. both in the office together and I overheard it. And I was like, did I hear that right? <laughs> moving a mammoth. Yeah. Moving a mammoth. And then just went on from there. Yeah. So like, obviously you just come out of the gate swinging. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest compliments that we got, and this was from the Texas Film Commission. Texas Film Commission came out and uh, and they saw what we did and they were like, this does not feel like a first year film festival. This looks like you guys have been doing this for a few years. I mean, that's a huge compliment to come out of the Absolutely. Texas Film Commission. Fantastic. Yeah. And that's just the, the way we operate. I mean, Lewis and I, as much as we love to make film, we also are very much like kind of party host kind of people. We like to have parties. We like to have, like when I, you know, 10 years ago, I was having, you know, film, uh, dinner and a movie type stuff, you know, in my home. And I was showing people films and we were talking about it and it was just a great thing. And Lewis is the same way, you know, we just, we love to have parties and stuff. So we, we knew that we could bring in all these elements that would make a good film festival. And, and, you know, we, we had people who said to us, yeah, you know, I thought about doing that sometime. It just wasn't the right time or whatever. And at first we, we were like, okay, why, why are you telling me this? I mean, if you, if you want to do it, why don't you do it? But it is it's kind of true as we look back because we happened to come along at just the right time where Waco was just realizing, hey, we can be something more than what we have been. We can, you know, but the arts starting Absolutely. to grow and foster. That wasn't happening seven years ago, 10 years ago, 
So we, we came along, you know, just at the right time. And it's not, not that we planned it that way. It's just, it was just good providence. So, you know, we, we know we got lucky to, to come into an environment that was, you know, fertile soil ready to do this. There seemed to be this like three or four years ago mm-hmm. moment in Waco where a lot of people realized this, um, yeah. a lot of like smart people, yeah. I mean, yourself and, uh, people that we've been running with, like, we didn't have this idea four well, years ago. I think that, allowed, but yeah. a lot of people had this idea and they, um, they, they took charge yeah. and they did a lot of really great things. And it's really great that you guys were one of those people. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're blessed to be where we're at, but we, yeah, we, we feel like we stand on the shoulders of, of other, you know, giants who are trying to do what we did. Absolutely. Hey, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I feel like I jumped. On top. <laughs> but I, I, just, I had to get that out. I don't know. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. No, but I, I think that, that that's the beauty of Waco. And we talk about this all the time about how, you know, it's not that Waco has never, it, it, at any point, it was worse than it is now. Right. You know what I mean? I think that the beauty of what is what makes Waco so amazing right now is that it's all these amazing facets are getting a, a light shined on them. Mm-hmm. And everybody's coming together. And like you with Fiona and Creative Waco are creating these things. Right. And um, I, it just, it's just a really beautiful thing. And it really it, is. It's what I love about Waco. And you add just to the multifaceted things that make Waco great. You know, yeah, you yeah. are uh, definitely like a, a, you know, a little chapter in that book. So, <laughs> like, I, I feel like this is a good point to, mm-hmm. like, talk about, okay, so now we're up to date, right? Yeah, we're up to date, yeah. Well, I want to hear about 2017. I want to hear about the I want to hear about the music festival. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, okay. we'll scratch that part. So tell us about your first year. I mean, the okay. first year is, like, you, your growing pains. I'm sure mm-hmm. you learned from things that you... Huge. You, yeah. Just tell us about the first year. Yeah. Uh, again, first year, um, what, what we try to do is we, we try to kind of minimize our, our failure as much as possible. And that is That's one of smart. the... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. One of the things we did is we, we went around and talked to a lot of other film festivals that we actually enjoyed our time at. And we felt like they're, they know something. They're doing something Absolutely. right. Absolutely. What can we learn from them? So we, the, the big thing we did is, you know, we didn't assume that we just knew everything. In fact, we assumed we knew nothing and went to talk to everybody. And of course, the biggest advice from everybody was don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? <laughs> Which we probably should have listened to. But, you know, when you have a passion, you have a passion. Absolutely. And, and, and so we, we brought a lot of that in. Um, and, and yeah, so, I mean, the first year, it, we've grown a lot since then in terms of just our, our submissions have increased every year, which is great. Even even this year where, you know, in March, everything just dried up for everybody. Like every film festival, we're, we're yes. part of a forum of film festivals that talk to each other. And, and everybody was just like, uh, my submissions just dried up. And and we, we still had about two or three months on ours. And we were luckily, you know, right, we had just match where we were last year so we knew if we had kept going we were going to just go gangbusters but so we're talking march 2017 uh sorry march 20 this is this year this okay. March. okay sorry, i apologize sorry. I'm, I'm jumping back no, that's okay. that's sorry. Sorry. i just want to make know, sure I but but even our first year you know even our first year we we were able to because of our connections people were able to vouch for us as filmmakers so they were they were kind of pushing for us as, as a film festival for people sure. as well. So again, when you know when you make those connections, I think that's the important thing. And that's always been we don't want to be apart, for, separate from anybody. We don't want to be um, standalone. We want to be a part of a film community, a part of a part of a greater film community. 
because honestly, that's how you're going to grow is by doing things that you know are are beneficial to every filmmaker who wants to submit, especially uh, anyone who's concerned about quality. And so that's always been our goal is to be that sort of nexus between the Waco community to introduce them to amazing filmmakers and amazing films and the filmmakers themselves introduce them to an amazing community that's ready to see what they have and to have them come out and ask them those great Q&A questions and just be a part of it. So so the first year, just a big learning experience. Um, just, <laughs> I got so sick at the end of that. I just, <clears throat> we, I, I pushed myself to the limit. Um, and I just, we were driving home and I'm like fever and chills. And I had to go to my, my editing job the next day. Uh, after that. Oh God. Yeah. It's like one of those things you should yeah. take like a vacation. I like, should, just I like should one have. day. Yeah. We actually plan a vacation now every time now. Yeah, we that's plan a, good, a week that's off. That's a good move. Yeah. We, we have learned that uh, yep. with doing the keep away. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Very early on. We yeah. That. I, we drove home. My wife drove me home so I could basically just sleep in the car. I, I actually had a fever and broke a fever in like six hours Wow! and just slept that whole day. Went, went to, I mean, my voice is kind of naturally raspy, but it was like, I was, like I was just smoke like, a pack a day raspy. It was, it was bad. <laughs> so, you know, in terms of that, so the, but the, again, the 2017, you know, the first year it was, it was just so amazing for what it was. Cause you know, I look back and I'm trying to think, well, what's the difference? And really the thing is we've just kind of taken that that core and just sort of finessed it and just made it better every time sure. and and taken out things that just weren't quite working and brought in things that work better and sure yeah. I mean, it's, I bet you had that moment of like, and, and we've had that moment where you stare at this thing that you created mm -hmm. from nothing, yeah. from, it's only a passion. It's, you know, we've said this, yeah. we've talked about this with you before about, yeah. you know, this isn't, you're not in, you're not making any money. Right. This is purely a passion project yeah. that people respect and admire. And it, it, it's, it's cool. Yeah. It, you know, it, it really is. Um, and, and honestly, we're just, we're always so kind of taken aback about how welcoming Waco has been for it. And you know, we, just, we love that. I remember the first time I yeah. saw the signs, uh, we were walking, you know, by the Hippodrome and yeah. I saw, I was probably, I want to say it was either 2017 or 2018. I mm -hmm. can't remember which year it was because we hadn't lived, we moved here in 2017, but I remember seeing the deep in the heart film festival signs. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, there's a film festival here. Right. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were definitely taken aback because yeah. we, we lived in New York city yeah. for five years uh, before we moved uh, to Waco three years ago. And, you know, there's all sorts of stuff right. like that. I mean, oh, film yeah. festivals and music and stuff is mm -hmm. dime a dozen oh, there. Totally, but yeah. here, it's like something. It, it is special. Yeah. And um, I think you guys are 100% in that category of something very special and just part, just like you guys were accelerated. Thank you. Yeah. To a very high level. It's funny, though. We, we still have people go. Wait, there's a film festival? Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> We're like, yes, yes, there is. Let's yes. tell you about it. Yes, yes, yes. Let me yeah. do, let me let me well, invite you. Uh, exactly. If we may, let's fast forward. Okay. So totally. it's twenty nineteen. We kinda touched base on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um you know, obviously we're not having to educate anybody who's listening to this mm. unless it's like 2030 and they're right. like listening to these archives right exactly. now, what we're experiencing. Um, how is that going to transform oh. the film festival this year? Well, that's the sad part of the story. Okay. <clears throat> it, it we were so hoping for an in-person event. I mean, that's just the, the core of what, you know, every film festival wants. Absolutely. But, you know, we, we tried different iterations. We were, you know, we, work, we're, we were working with the Hippodrome in terms of 
you know, we knew that there were social distancing measures in place with regulations from, you know, the state and the county and the city. And it's just obviously, you know, as, as things kept getting more constricted and, ref- and, and, and honed in, we had to just keep making decisions. So with the Hippodrome, you know, as much as we love being there, we just were like, you know, we took a survey of our filmmakers and even some other people in, in the community. And we we're just like, tell us what you feel safe doing. And the tremendous feedback we got was that a lot of people, majority of people just didn't feel safe being inside, which we completely respect. And so we had some brilliant ideas, which someday we may do again, but we had some brilliant ideas that basically involved going outside. Sure. Going outside and, uh, and still having the social distancing, still having the masks in place and still having a lot of stuff. And then it was, it was looking great. It was looking great. And then, you know, Mayor Deaver, Unfortunately, uh, and I don't blame him. I mean, it's, it's what he's got to do. I mean, everybody's Absolutely. trying to make the best. If, exactly. If things had gone. I think that if things had kept the way that it was mm-hmm. a month ago, right. we would be fine. Yeah. It just things just seem to kind of implode. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, Mayor Deaver put out the situation where, you know, you can't have even outside, you can't have more than 10 people. And that that essentially was that was just kind of the, the writing on the wall. We just knew that, okay, this, this year we just can't do that. We even, we even emailed them, we you know, the day after it came out, we were just like, you know, mayor, can you make any exceptions? And he just wrote back very kindly. I mean, he wrote back immediately. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, I'm sorry, we can't. Yeah. But, you know, so we get it. And with that, you know, we, everything we do, we're going to do with our own special flavor. Um, you know, when we do a live in-person event, we have a lot of fun stuff that we do. I don't know if you guys had a chance. We, we used to do this great, um, uh, cards against cinematity is what we called it. Okay. We use the answer cards, but we do, um, we do cinema questions and a lot of the, a lot of the filmmakers are film school people. So we'll throw in some, so it's, it's hilarious and it's a safe (laughs) space for everyone. I like this idea. To do. We should talk. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it was awesome. And it's great. And everybody loved it. It was a big hit. Well, obviously, we can't do that in all, on an online situation. But we have a lot of great ideas. We basically... So, originally, the dates were going to be August 6th through the 9th. Well, we've pushed that back to September 24th. It will be our starting. It's going to be online. And the general idea is we want to push that back so we can actually take some time to really do this right and the good news is there's just infrastructure wise for an online festival there's there's already been precedent in over the past few months and so we have a great right. vendor you have a great vendor who's got a great back end great infrastructure to help us to to do this right and again our our goal is to to treat our filmmakers with as much respect as possible and for many filmmakers you know they they want to make sure that you know if they're going to go online that they want it to be, you know, geo-blocked to, you know, a specific region that's not available worldwide. And some, some don't care. So we have an option for all of our filmmakers that we can geo-block them to Texas or we can have them available worldwide. So, and it doesn't really bother us because we know that our community is in Texas. So if they choose not to be, you know, but it's great to know that we can reach worldwide. In fact, going back to 2017, our first year, we actually had filmmakers premiering a film and they were from Paris, France not Texas, Paris, France, premiering a film awesome. at our festival. That's so cool. Yeah. And I honestly, I mean, I want to take them aside and go, why? No, I'm just kidding. Exactly. No, offense. no that was exactly no what I was going to say. No, <laughs> I wanted to take them aside and go, why? But, you know, but it, it was an amazing film. It was just, uh, it's just really cool. I mean, you can look back in our archives at it, but so we've, we've had films come and filmmakers come from Paris. We've had filmmakers come from Germany. We, last year we had filmmakers come from Singapore. 
I mean, that's so cool. Yeah, so it's like we we know our reach, so we're happy to have a worldwide audience through our just you know through our um, online scenario. But we also want to respect our filmmakers to make sure we you know we we are geoblocking to Texas. So yeah. a lot of different our things are coming into play. A lot of things because again, you know, we're not YouTube. We don't want to be YouTube. We don't want to just sit there and have their and people don't want that, especially like the feature films don't want to be distributed yet in that manner. They want right. to be able to get their distribution deal. They're trying to like go through the festival get, circuit, yeah, go through right. the circuit, get the build the engine yeah. of that right. particular project. Right. So there's so the good thing is, you know, we didn't have to kind of think through all of this on the spear on the tip of the spear we were we were thinking through all of it but we were able, able to look ahead and see what other film festivals have done prior to us in the past couple of months i mean you know it's funny we used to be in march so we moved from march to august just because that was actually something we wanted to do with the hippodrome itself and having done that it was kind of cool because if we were in march we would have been kind unless of you were sunk the, unless you were the first week of march you would have been absolutely sunk yeah we would have been sunk and we would have had to you know we probably would have canceled and you know for us the baseline was always going to be going online because we actually want to have an online presence i mean in fact from our first year we learned that you know we we have theaters showing uh two theaters showing all of our films well if you get a vip pass there's physically no way you can watch all the films because mm -hmm. you can't be in two theaters at once so we had always wanted to have um, sort of like a week after situation where if you had a VIP pass, that would give you a special code. You can go online and you can now watch, watch the ones you couldn't watch. Exactly. And so this gives us, it was, gives us a chance to, to try that out just in an environment that, you know, we kind of got forced into, but you know, again, make lemons out of lemonade. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And that kind of, and I'm going to steal Jacob's phrase go is a it. great segue go for because, it. <laughs> and I make fun of Jacob because he uses that all the time. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no but what's for the future what what is what is big dreams of like mm. deep in the heart film festival things go back to normal you know post-covid world what are your dreams for the deep in the heart film festival well the driving force behind what we do and so there's not like oh there's numbers that we have to hit or anything like that that's not what we're looking for the driving force behind what we do is to to have people hear the name Deep in the Heart Film Festival and know that that as a filmmaker, they're taken care of, that their film is treated with respect, that the screenings are going to be packed out, that, that the Waco community is going to be there for them. And for the Waco film community or Waco community, um, that they know that, that the films that come in are going to be amazing, engaging, entertaining. So it, obviously it's hard to measure that except just to, to always put the emphasis on quality. So for us, the growth is happening because we see it happening again with, you know, the number of submissions is growing every year. And so we know that if we focus more on quality than we do on quantity, if we focus on getting the right films in, entertaining our community, then we know that we're doing our job. And again, you know, film festival Two words, film and festival. So we're concerned just as much as the films as we are about the festival part of it. We want it to be a party. We want people to enjoy themselves. We want people there celebrating films and filmmakers. And we want the filmmakers there celebrating Waco, getting to know Waco. Having a good time. Having a good time. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, kind of like the, I mean, that's kind of Jacob and I's unofficial motto, not motto, but kind of like 
behind Keep Wake Go Loud is mm-hmm. we never want to create an event that we wouldn't want to go to. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we don't, that's the, that's kind of our quality line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to put on a concert that I'm bored at, you right. know, I want to, we're, we're yeah. partiers. We like to have fun. Exactly. And, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not too and much of a party. Without, without giving too much we're away. We're partiers. Yeah, yeah, totally. About our own personal lives. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of want to uh, end this on uh, a little fun little game. All right. So I have uh, no idea what we're about yeah, to do. Yeah, Katie has no clue <laughs> about this. I have this. no idea. Uh, last like night, and last night we were socially distancing, hanging out with some buds, mm-hmm. and we were playing a game called Two Truths and a Lie. Oh, gosh. Okay? So <laughs> what I want to do is I want to do, everyone does top three movies. Oh, okay. Two are true, one is a lie. Oh. How can we... Wait, uh, do what do you this. mean, like movies that we've seen? Yeah, or? well, just top three favorite movies okay. of all time. Okay. Two are true, one's a lie. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can see this. Catch me if you can. Okay. Mean Girls. Bill and Ted's Million Dollar Movie. Wait, I'm going to say Bill and Ted's Million Dollar Movie. That's not a real movie. That's not a real movie. Wait, wait is it not? Wait, I'm no, sorry. It's, wait. It's Tim and Eric. <laughs> I hate Tim Bill and Eric. And I hate them so which oh. is a gem. Oh, it is not. Okay. It is a terrible movie. Uh, yeah. I I hate absolute, Bill and Ted so much. Bill and Ted or Tim and Eric? Tim, no, I, I I have. Which what is it? Tim, Tim and, and Eric. Eric. Sorry, Tim and uh, Eric. I hate Tim and Eric. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard of those guys. Uh, it's it's Jacob forced me to watch this movie one time, and I I'm <laughs> still traumatized from this movie. I I made him turn it off. I was like, this is gonna turn off right now. No. All right. Oh, so okay. I. I'm close. I'm close. I, you're, you're there. If, you, if I need to go before you, I'll do it. I'll okay. Did you I'll think of number three? All right. I got it. I got <laughs> it. Okay. All right. I could actually, I could do, I could do like um, silver screen classic ones and then I could do like modern oh, ones. Oh, you're, you're compartmentalizing. I can compartmentalize. All of these. <laughs> do it. All right. Uh, so I will go with, let's go with the old, old, old stuff first. Um, so, okay. So I'll go with like, you know, classics. Sure. So, Casablanca. I knew you were going to say Casablanca right now. I'm so psychic. <laughs> Gone with the Wind. Okay. Bringing Up Baby. Gone with the Wind is trash. I think it's Gone with the Wind. You're right. Yes! Dang. I, I, I've always hated that movie. I'm I sorry. hate it. Yeah. I think it's terrible. I, I, mean, I hate great. that movie because it's too long. It's well, that, way exactly. too long. Yeah. And well, for me, it's just a bunch of which was weird. It's coming out of my mouth. Privileged people. Just, Absolutely. No, it's just, it just doesn't entertain me. Like the lady that wrote it, she apparently, she wrote it backwards or something like that. And it's like, uh, it <sighs> just feels like a very masturbatory. It just doesn't seem, it's just yeah. like, who cares? But you know, Casablanca is one of those Beautiful. films. It's like, yeah. And that was, that was one of those films that it came off of an assembly line. I mean, it was a basically, you know, it's like Herbie uh, for <laughs> films because it just has sure. this heart, you yeah. know, Oh sure. just insanely good. And then of course, you know, bringing a baby. I mean, I'm, I'm like, Cary Grant. I'm a huge Cary Grant fan. So yeah. And of course, uh, I do love you know what's a great movie well. around that time that mm-hmm. I absolutely love is Twelve Angry Men. Mm-hmm. I love the movie Twelve Twelve Angry Men. You what? You've never seen Twelve Angry Men? So good. I haven't. You've never seen it? Oh, Mike <laughs> says this is the best movie. I love that awesome. movie. I think I watched it in like I think they made me watch it in high school or something. Mm-hmm. You that's, know, that's a definite high school you know, like, oh, GT movie. Yeah. So I said I said bring a baby. I meant to say Fritz Lang's M. Oh, that was like my original. Okay, one. Yeah. Have you guys seen great, that? Great. No. Okay, you got to watch Fritz Lang's M. Because is that the German movie? It's about German. The future city. No, no, no. Oh, that's no. it's the same. It's the same director. Fritz it is Lang. the same. Uh, he did. Director. That's Metro Metropolitan. Yeah, Metropolitan. Yeah. yeah. So Fritz Lang M. Metropolis. Metropolis. Thank you. 
Metropolis Thank is a good Mike. movie. Fritz Lang's M is actually was at the advent of sound. So, yeah. but it, 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 it's about a, it's actually about a serial child killer. Right. Oh, that's the, uh, the scene with the, at the end of the movie, they, yeah. they, the mob, uh, confronts good. the yeah. child murderer. Yeah. Any, any film that films, any film that feels like it's a movie that could have been made today, but just set in the time it was made. That's like an amazing film. So highly recommend Fitzling's M. The, the, the level of quality in the audio, like just to know that he could do these things at that in the 1930s. Like far beyond anyone else. Far beyond anyone else yeah. at the time. It just it blows me away. This is a really amazing film. But I'll do the modern ones if you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you did the classics. I did the classics. We'll, we'll allow this because you're like a film oh, nerd film or grid. something. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead and do okay. your, your gratuitous okay. films. Uh, okay, so... Um, the Mist, uh, there was only one version of The Mist, right? I think so. I hope that you there's two. There's two no, no, versions. No. There's two versions of The are Mist. Are you are you sure you're not confusing it with The Fog? Was The Fog the one that was really know. terrible? There, this is The Mist. It's the Stephen King one. Yeah, right. I okay. Th- I think there are two. There are two versions, right, Mike? All right. Now we're just just let me say no. The it's the uh, it's <laughs> who's the dude that um. I have to look up the director. <clears throat> if I knew the director, I could tell you this. That's the one. So it's the mist, um, uh, heat, and um, tombstone. Ooh, wow. Okay, I'm gonna go out on a limb. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say just because I tore it apart at <laughs> the gate. I think it's the mist. I think it's the mist because heat. Is a freaking masterpiece. I think it's the mist. I think I went on a date to the mist when I was in the high school. And and it was really bad. Also, Tombstone is an absolute masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, but you, you know, didn't like the mist. Uh, I, I didn't. Think, I didn't. I, I didn't hate the mist. Hold on. So maybe it's not the, the mist. <laughs> Hold on. I liked it. I liked it. Was, I it. was it Frank Darabont? Right. He was the director I'm talking about. Oh wait, no. I think I'm thinking of the fog. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm confusing uh, the fog. It's you might be confusing quite, the fog. It's quite possible. Oh yeah, the fog 2005. Yeah. One. Oh. I actually four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I went on a date the, to the Fog. Also. I did too. Oh, okay. No, I'm talking about. I'm I talking was about 14 the Mist. when this came out. You so. at the same With Thomas theater? Jane. No, 15. Remember Thomas Jane? Yeah, the actor of The Mist. Okay, all right. I'm gonna go out on a limb. So we got the Fog. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the mist. the mist. Yes, and then we got Heat. Heat, and then we got Tombstone. I'm huh? gonna say it's Heat. I, I went with the mist, but I, I I was confused on it. So I'm gonna be honest. I haven't seen any of the all any of these movies. I've never seen Tombstone. I don't think I've ever seen Tombstone. No. Tombstone's an absolute okay masterpiece. But he's gonna say Tombstone, and I'm gonna be devastated. I'm gonna say the mist. Oh, oh we were right the whole time. We were right the whole time. Even though time. I was thinking about the fog. But I will tell you this: <laughs> I was cool with the film. Yeah. Till the end, and if you, I'm not gonna give spoilers. But I, I have never been as pissed off in my life at a film as I have been at The Mist because of its ending. So, is it just like the oh, same? Did everyone was, die? Or I, 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 you know, I don't remember. So do we want to get spoilers? I, I'll tell you. Okay, Let's, if um, you don't want to hear what the ending of this movie yeah. is, spoiler alert! Spoiler just alert. turn off the podcast. Yeah. You know, Mike hates when I tell people to turn off the podcast, but Mike is writing down what <laughs> happened, or he's potentially telling us somebody has COVID. What, yeah. I can't well, see it. Worse than that. He did hold that sign up one time saying Tom Hanks so, has COVID. So, <laughs> so here's what happens. So, okay. The whole thing is about this guy basically holding it together. Okay. And, and for everyone. 
like being the smart guy, being the guy that makes all the smart choices. Yeah. Now, Stephen King is famous for having horrible endings to begin with. So he, apparently in the book, it just they just drive off and that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, Frank Darabont thought he'd be funny or something. And he, he basically took these characters who were going one direction the whole time and had them completely flip. So at the end, he's thinking they're surrounded by these beasts that have come out of this mist, that they're all going to die. So he essentially kills all of them in the car with him including his son. And right when he does that, the mist clears and the army comes through like two seconds later. And he just basically killed everybody. Oh, thinking he was saving them. I I was so pissed. I mean, I could cuss right now. I was, I was, and I was, I mean, I was like, luckily it was just my wife and I, (laughs) and I was, I was livid like the entire night because it was just so not the character. Like it just, he just took it and just flipped it for no reason other than like, like trying to lazy. do an, like trying to do like an M night Shyamalan twist, but right. like, you know, he yeah. hasn't had a good twist. There was, since. Yeah. There was absolutely no, there was no <laughs> cause for him to do what he did. Huh. Piss me off. I mean, I was just like, I hate that movie. I hate that movie. Like, I love how much I don't you hate, hate that a movie. movie that, I really don't hate movies. I hate that movie. That's how as much yeah. as I hate uh, that. What is it? Bill and Ted? No. It's not Bill and Ted. It's <laughs> Tim, Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric's it- billion dollar movie, which is a freaking masterpiece. It is not. It is, it is not. not. It is not but, my favorite movie. Right. But no, yes. Tombstone, utter classic. It's Heat. I, I Heat, can watch that classic. movie. You got to watch Heat. Heat, Heat is fantastic. Uh, Tombstone, yeah. I, I, I've i watched it, you can, yeah. I don't know, a yeah. hundred times yeah. since I was a kid, just because it's such a fantastic story. Totally. All the actors. Yeah. Uh, my goodness. Every actor in that movie is just like... Top notch. Top notch. <laughs> yeah. Just... Uh, yeah. And it's man. another one of those movies that almost never happened because the, the writer was a great writer. But, I think I read this. But yeah. he's not a good director. Right. Uh, he actually wrote... Um, he, he had written this amazing Dracula script and then Francis Ford Coppola came along and said, well, I've got my own Dracula movie. Of course, it's Francis Ford Coppola. So everyone ditched his amazing script and went and they made Dracula with Francis Ford Coppola. So he did that and then he wrote Tombstone. And then, of course, Kevin Costner comes along and is going to do his That's Wyatt right, Kevin Costner directed. Right, uh, the Wyatt Earp. Uh, oh, oh. Wyatt Earp. So Kurt oh, Russell. Wait, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Kevin Costner comes along and he's, he's like, I'm going to do my version of Tombstone called Wyatt Earp. And Kurt right. Russell, who had signed on, said, you know, I'm not jumping ship. We're going to do this movie. And so he committed to it in that regard. And then when the guy just wasn't doing good job, a good job directing, obviously they said that, that, you know, little known fact is that Kurt Russell jumped in while they were looking for a new director and actually directed most of the film. Right. Yeah. That was the part of it. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't know that other stuff. But I yeah. knew that Kevin Costner took on a pretty large role, Big role yeah. of directing yeah. and also being the main star. The main, the main star. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now for my turn. Oh my God! We're Go seriously. <laughs> yep. All right, and, and this is we're you'll gonna, think you'll remember him now. We're gonna. We're I know, gonna yeah. know this. <laughs> now it's my turn. Number one, Wonder Boys, okay. uh, which is uh, a great movie starring Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Um, and wouldn't call it a great movie, uh, but okay. Toby Toby Maguire. Uh, it's it's a fantastic movie, uh, and it's a book by Michael Chabon. Also, you're not supposed to say how much you love it. It's giving he's it away. He's selling it. Yeah, he's really selling it. <laughs> I am selling it. <laughs> All right, Wonder uh, Boys. Number two game. is uh, Magnolia. It's a great movie. And uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, definitely. Paul, PTA. PTA. Um, and number three is Dumb and Dumber. 
which one is uh, well now he was either fake selling yeah, us something or he hates yeah. dumb and dumber because I, no, I he doesn't hate dumb and dumber so you can't you can't hate dumb and dumber I, I don't think you dislike Magnolia so I'm gonna say he doesn't like dumb and dumber wow I can't say that um <clears throat> wow I'm just uh I feel like you're selling Wonder Boys and and you know a lot about it apparently much more than I do, but I feel like you're selling it. So I'm going to have to say Wonder Boys. It could be very, very well big Magnolia, but yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to say Wonder Boys. So here's the thing. Dumb and Dumber is not my favorite movie. Okay. But it is a movie that I have seen an extraordinary amount of times uh, because I saw it probably when I was 12 years old. Right. And I just wore out the VHS. Okay. Yeah, totally. But it's so, not, it's not so my favorite movie. Right. That's fine. My two favorite movies of all time oh. are Wonder Boys. Okay, so I see what he did. And Magnolia. So, so he, he picked three movies I he liked. I picked a movie I hated. Like, yeah. I just, like, yes. utterly despised. Like, if I saw Mist walking on the street, I'd go attack it. That's that's what I picked. I you, pulled you, you for a loop. You picked that. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, you talk about movies you've seen over and over again. Um, uh, the uh, uh, Face Off. Oh, yeah. I hate that movie. I loved it when well, I first saw it. You've probably seen it like 20 times. I've seen it 20 times and every or more, unfortunately. And every time I watch it, like the 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 glow faded. You know, the, the shine wore off. That's how it, it's supposed to Until work. Until it flips. Like well, no, I mean, it's, it's well, yeah, you would hope, you know. I mean, like, every time I see Tombstone, like, you love it even more and more. You're like, wow, this that's stands fair. the taste of time, right? Actually, yes. Okay, but watch Face point. Off and you're just every more and more like, yeah, this doesn't really fly. Yeah, this, you know? this is one of those, as yeah. you said, like conveyor belt movies right, that, right. that came out in the 90s. Yeah. And that director, man, he, he was big in the 90s and he just faded away. <laughs> well, well uh, Sam, uh, first of all, thank you for coming no on to our podcast. Thanks, yeah, thank you so much. tell uh, your amazing organization that you and Lewis started. Um, any final thoughts you want to share? What's in the future for yeah. Deep in the Heart? Well, well, you know, this year we're all going to get through this together. Uh, hopefully you'll get to it, through it together with us online. And so, you know, we'll be putting that out. You can, you know, you can jump on our Facebook page. You can uh, like us there, follow us. You can do the same thing with Instagram. We're on Twitter a little bit, but really not that much. You can also go to our website and sign up for our newsletter, which we, that's a great way to connect. In fact, we love that. You can get all the information to you. We'll let you know what's coming up. It's going to be September 24th this year. And it's going to be online. We're going to have uh, panels. We're going to have, uh, oh, oh, Brazos Theater um, actors are going to help us with our screenplay reading. So it's going to be really oh, wow. cool. So, we, yeah, we opened up for screenplay submissions this year. We have about, we chose about 12 of them to run through. And so we're going to do that. And then, um, yeah, and then next year, you know, Lord willing, the creek don't rise, as my Nana used to say. You know, we'll be back live in person. Yeah. I think that's what everybody wants. Absolutely. That's gorgeous. Yeah. All right. No explanation. Worst movie of all time. The Mist. <laughs> we don't need another Thank explanation. Thank you so much for coming on with us. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cool.